This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. It's secondhand story time. Hello, story timers, and welcome back to episode number 44. I'm Will Kistler, and you're listening to Secondhand Story Time, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. This week I've got something a little bit different. My buddy Jonathan contacted me saying he had a story that might be good for the show, and about halfway through I had to stop him because it was one we uh, we'd heard before. We continued anyway and sort of picked apart the differences, but I hope you enjoyed it anyway as Jonathan begins to recount a story that has possibly achieved urban legend status. Please enjoy. All right, I'm happy to be back again, and this time I'm joined by Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan, say hello. Hello, everyone. And uh, Jonathan's one of my buddies from my college days. You have a uh, a secondhand story for me, correct? I well, sort of correct. I actually have what I think is a sixth-hand story, so it borders on urban legend. It was told to me by a friend who uh, heard it from another friend, who heard it from another friend, who heard it from her husband, who heard it from his old roommate. Well, it's kind of rare that we get a story that's sort of that far removed that you can still trace back all the way. So (laughs) that sounds good. As long as you didn't see it happen, then I think we're okay. I definitely did not see it happen, and I hope that I at least tell it with some fidelity. All right, great. Well, whenever you're ready, just go ahead and jump in. All right, so uh, this story is about uh, a group of college guys, and I'm going to call them Jason and the Argonauts because I don't know their real names. Probably just as well. Yeah, so Jason and the Argonauts managed to... Uh, we're, we're, we're getting ready for a kind of a, a weekend, and they managed to pr- procure some fungus of the recreational uh, persuasion, if you will. Okay. Um, so they, you know, they eat these fungus, and uh, are, are getting high. And uh, I, I haven't actually shroomed myself, but I've heard that nature is very interesting and seems like a wonderful adventure when you've been shrooming. Okay. So they decide that they're going to go for a walk around their campus. So uh, Jason and the Argonauts leave their, uh, leave their apartment Right, and they they start walking across campus, and they get to I guess I guess this campus has a park in it, and man, you know they're basking in the glorious wonderment that is nature, when one of them, you know, comes to a bush, and in the bush, this guy go- finds a troll. Oh, you know what? Um, I think I've heard this story before. Actually. Oh, are you serious? You know I how guess- I said I had one that was a. Uh... Uh huh. Was like urban legendish. Yes. Does this troll at the very end of the story turn out to be a severely retarded child? Oh man, yeah. All right, I have to tell my friend that she must be hearing an urban legend then, because this is supposed to have happened to somebody. And this is uh, this is one that when I was told, um, uh huh, also happened to somebody. This has been one of my uh, my most popular episodes, actually. Are you serious? And several people wrote in to say that they had heard it from. Different people, and they all knew the guy, or knew the guy who knew the guy, but yeah. it was in different cities. Uh-huh. Which is, okay. I mean, that's interesting enough to me. Um, well, while I've got you on the line, um, 
I guess I've ruined the ending already for anyone that has hasn't listened to my <laughs> old episodes. But uh, what what happens at the end of yours? So let's flash forward. I guess they get. Correct me if I'm deviating here, but they they take this troll home, mm-hmm. and they uh, put it in a closet overnight. Yeah, they feed it Doritos first, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I heard it was a Snickers bar. Um, All right. They, they give it some food and put it in the closet, and the next day they wake up and are checking him, and this is when they realize what a terrible mistake they've made. Right. And uh, um, if you could take it from there, what what happens at the end of this one? Right. So they try to decide what to do with it and or with the child, and then they uh, decide to take it to the police. Like, as a good citizen would. Right. Oh, man, I'm so bummed. And and so what did the police do? Do you know? Like, do they get in trouble at all? Oh, no. When they walk in the door, there's supposed to be a whole bunch of people, like, who are actually looking for the child. And when they walk in, they're like, oh, you found him. And uh, <laughs> I think I think eventually they, you know, they, they were just going to go and confess the entire thing. Right. Um, when they found him, or when the, when the when the people kind of come up, then they're just like, "Oh, you know, you should be rewarded. You found this child, and I guess this child was supposed to be kidnapped and had managed to, you know, in it, either inadvertently or inadvertently escape and wandered into this park. So that that was kind of how it ended. Uh, it's a little different. I've heard one where they they all get in trouble. Okay. And I've heard one where they uh. I guess the version that I had on, um, they had been hiking up in the woods around Santa Cruz, California. Okay. So n- not just in a park, but way out, way out <laughs> that in nature. That is not where my story takes place. <laughs> right. Uh, do you want to give sort of a vague idea of well, where your story takes place? Yeah, it's supposed to take place in one of the smaller towns in Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely a different spot. And, <laughs> yeah, see, uh, this is funny because the gr- the the girl that was telling me this was like, "Oh, I've always wanted to go and look up the case and see if I could find that." <laughs> I'm like, "Huh? Maybe I should have done that." <laughs> should probably find something. But uh, in this one, uh, it turns out that the kid—it wasn't just a kid, but uh, just severely mentally impaired, like to the point of not functioning well. Right. Like, uh, just yeah. Heavily autistic. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, he had been lost in the woods, not kidnapped. Okay. But they'd been looking for about a week. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think this one he hit. Yeah, I don't know how long they've been looking. And so that that is a new twist. The kidnapping that's different. The <laughs> Wisconsin location that's definitely different. Yeah. And oh, I guess they were on a like hardcore acid instead of just regular. I guess mushrooms supposedly more uh-huh. mellow. Okay. I don't have a lot of experience with hallucinogenics personally. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't be able to tell you. From what I hear, the mushrooms are a little milder. Right, right. So, okay. All right. Well, well there I, you go. Sorry, now we're now we're now we're documenting the uh, the reoccurrence of urban legend stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for coming on and telling it anyway. <laughs> it's certainly interesting to hear it from a different spot. Yeah. And with a, a few minor twists. So, All right. Yeah. So, sorry to disappoint. Um, yeah, it's all right. At least you stopped me before I got too far into it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. If you have another story, you're always welcome on. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'll check my sources next time. And, you know, don't check them too heavily. But uh, this is the most urban legendish story we've had. Okay. So How many I times think... have you been told this story? 
just just one on the show, and then two or three people wrote in to say, like, oh, I knew the guy, but uh-huh. it was in a different spot. Okay. So you you might make four. Yeah. All right. At least I'm not alone. I feel duped, though. Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> I think this one might even have made it to Snopes. I'll have to check and see. But okay. uh, someone had told me that they looked it up there and saw that it was not, in fact, true or that it was spread around more than it was more than it should have been. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. But this, this is like, I don't know, is this one like borderline, you know, waking up in a bathtub full of ice with your kidney gone or? You know, it might be. I'm not <laughs> sure what level. Um, I've had one story on before where I was telling someone else and they had heard it before. And it wasn't quite to this level. This was probably just a weird random chance where they were both at the same place. Mm-hmm. But this is, uh, it's interesting to hear the same story from two different sources. So I'll, uh, I'll try and try and check it out. Maybe do a little more research and see what I can find. <laughs> well, now that you've got multiple states, I don't even know if this is trackable or easily trackable anyway. Exactly. <sighs> but, you know, thanks anyway. Yeah. Um, it's still good to get it sort of, I guess, confirmed. Might not uh-huh. be the right word. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Yeah. No, no problem. I'll bring a real story next time, Will. Sorry to say there were no comments left on the blog this week, but I did get some feedback through Twitter. The Rocket 954 wrote to say, Great stories, man. I love the concept. Thank at Mick McArt for spreading the word about you. When I did go to thank Mick McArt, he said thanks. I look forward to the show every week. I've got to quit letting my wife drive the Corvette, though. Thanks to both of you for listening and spreading the good word. And that does it for this week's show. Huge thanks to Jonathan for coming on and going back through that story with us. If you'd like to leave some feedback, you can head to secondhandstorytime.com. There you can comment on the blog, as well as subscribe, either through RSS or through iTunes to get the show automatically every week. You can also find links to our Facebook page. We've been switching from a Facebook group to a Facebook page, and every new user helps, so if you haven't already, click the link and become a fan. Find links as well, while you're on the site, to our Musician Gummery and our license, which is a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 unported license. To follow Secondhand Storytime on Twitter, as some did this week, head on over to twitter.com slash secondhandstory. To write to me directly, either with feedback, longer, or a show idea, write to will at secondhandstorytime.com. Thanks for listening, we'll have another episode next week.